Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Yes, and of course, welcome. Or welcome back to the 14 Questions Podcast. Yeah, I'll always welcome Here we to are. come back. At least one time, right? I always say I'll, I'll try everything twice, right? You know, first time it just might be Correct. awkward and uncomfortable. The second time I might figure out I like it or dislike it. But so, you know, come back at least once. Yeah, it's crazy. How you been? Living the dream, my friend. Living the proverbial dream. Here we are. Yeah, I'm watching the, uh, it's kind of funny. I Because we're recording remotely just because um, we have to do things from time to time. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking at the levels here. And just in case, I have nearly a snoring Teddy sitting beside me in a really large chair. So there's that. <laughs> so if you hear, if you hear a, 260-pound German Shepherd snoring in the back. It's not that big. I, I, I exaggerate on Teddy's behalf because he's he's got an Instagram account and stuff, and you want to make him, you know, seem larger than life, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably got more followers if, than we do. On if the nothing else, like, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> you, you put a cute dog on the internet, and people are going to like it for sure. But uh, I don't hear he him fun. coming through on my end, so I, I think we're okay in That's the. Good. Snoring Teddy realm, but maybe when I go back and engineer this episode later, I'll I'll hear Pick it thing up. and have to have to isolate Teddy's snoring and then remove it from the track. But I'll probably save it as an oh, audio save file it and then we'll, we can, yeah, we'll we'll post that. We'll tweet it out there. I'll take a picture of him here. No, and I'll put too. it like on a sample pad. So if in yeah. future <laughs> episodes, if if you do a, a Dan and you ramble on and on and on too long, uh, you'll just put the dog to sleep. <laughs> Well, no, or or we could just do like the snoring dog. Maybe it's like you know ocean waves for people to fall asleep too. Anyhow, we're digressing right out of the gate. How how, how dare we? I mean, sometimes you got to let sleeping we, dogs right? lie, though. And you know, this, uh, this Elon enough. Musk character wouldn't. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Elon again? Is that a thing I, we're we, going to do? We kind of have to, but. I mean, well, we don't have to, right? I mean, you if know, we had we to, would, free... that, would that be freedom of speech? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to go there. Where are we going, right? Yeah, so, you know, Brandon and I are sitting over here. We're searching for topics. And, and it's kind of hard these days because it's just like, I don't know about you, man, but it's like Elon, Elon, Elon. But, um, yeah, we kind of want to talk about, I mean, we're going to touch on some bots, right? Because that seems to be a topic people are you know, generally fascinated. And then that ties in with some AI stuff, um, w which we did. We did AI in what, um, uh, machine learning, right? We did an episode just recently. On yeah, that. We, we touched on both of those things a little bit, just kind of where it came but from, we kinda, where it's headed in a broad brushstrokes kind of way. So it'll probably be a little all over the map a little bit. It, here, but you know, we're going into the holiday season for most folks all around the world, and you know, you, you, you have to, you're going to bump up against this stuff. I mean, I bumped up against it today, like trying to pay a bill, you know, and trying to look something up online. And some of the, you know, and this goes to AI and bots. I mean, they're kind of the same thing. I mean, bots on the social medias are different than the actual bots that claim they're helping you when you're not talking to a, a person to try to do a thing online or, you know, buy something. But um, it does actually beg the question, like this is this is moving rapidly, in my opinion. And it, it's getting less and less noticeable. 
don't know. Do we want to talk? You want to do more AI after the break? <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into the, why don't we get into the Elon thing now? I mean, because d d dive right into it. I mean, get it out of your system. Well, it, here's my here's my thing with with this whole Elon thing. So now he's mad, right? I saw, because he's in my Twitter feed constantly, which you know, I guess for forty four billion dollars, he can be in my Twitter feed. Who am I? Um, but but he's 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 getting upset because you know maybe there's been some undertones from Android and from basically Apple saying, you know, you got to kind of follow our rules. I guess that upset him. A yeah, I mean, you know, he's 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 under immense pressure with the whole Twitter acquisition thing and and everything that's going on. And and so, you know, there've been rumors that Apple and Google are considering, you know, if 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 shit really hits the fan and uh this this concept of unlimited free speech, I think that's how I'll describe it for the purposes of this episode, but un, un unrestricted free speech. Which you know everybody be like, ah, freedom of speech is free speech, right? But no, it's you know we right. we have it's, we have laws in place. We have, you know, not all speech is 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 protected. Uh, people fail to realize that because they just want to go. Free means free because I'm incapable of intellectual thought. Um, but yeah, well, they, and, and, you know, again to circle back and not digress too far. You know, there's rumors that if this unrestricted free speech continues on the platform, then they may pull it from their app stores. And, you know, they've already kind of voted with their wallets, at least Apple. Uh, my understanding is they've cut their advertising on Twitter uh, significantly, oh, yeah. If, yeah, if not entirely at this point. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's a, that's a terrifying prospect. You know, the, the largest corporation ever in the history of humanity says, ah, we're taking all of our advertising dollars and we're yanking them out of here. And then, you know, basically you're too primary, I mean, the only real players in the game when it comes to operating systems for cellular telephones at this point, Apple and Google, uh, you know, if they were to restrict access to said app, uh, it would be absolutely devastating. Uh, so I could see why he would be whipped into a fervor and a panic uh, by the prospect of that. But also, you know, but, freedom but, of speech, man. But it, it, it's freedom but of speech. This, okay, so I got to mention two, I got to mention two tweets because we're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about Twitter and this is the platform he likes to communicate on right now, apparently. Um, so he tweets out, you know, Apple might do a thing, you know, they're against free speech. They haven't even told us why. And then there was another tweet and you can jump on my tweets if you want to see who it came from. And they tweeted out, well, isn't that free speech? I don't know how many times I have to pound my head on this table when we're recording. It's a company, we have laws in this country, companies have access to freedom of speech, companies also don't have to host you in the marketplace of fucking ideas. Correct, like, yes, you know, Apple, Apple much, like, much like Twitter, has its own terms of service to use its platform and its services, uh, one of those being Apple's App Store. Uh, so if you violate the terms of service, i.e., you know, you you encourage or you allow this this just unfettered racism and bigotry to proliferate your platform, 
then they're going to say, hey, by proxy, that's coming through ours, and we're just going to nip it in the bud. Um, now, I think I got this message pretty loud and clear. You know, there was a, there was a keynote, so it was an address by Tim Cook. He's the CEO of Apple. Um, CNN covered this. We have, a, we have a clip that we pulled out of the things. December 3rd, 2018. I don't know if we want to play the clip now or we want to play it going into break, but he was pretty explicit. Um, yeah, so I'm not was. sure what Elon, either Elon's but just basically saying he hasn't read the fucking terms of service or he wants to pick a fight because all these people are like, ooh, boo, Apple canceling speech, blah, blah, blah. Apple's the biggest, richest company on planet Earth in the history of companies, folks. They're obviously doing something right over there. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be tussling around with Google either because they're just going to say we can't have. I mean, basically, Tim Cook says we will not tolerate hate speech. It's his fucking park. Yeah, exactly. This is not a no, go no, to a park, this. stand on a soapbox and scream. We said we've we've screamed this from the fucking rooftops. You're screaming at a park that's owned by somebody and they don't like what you're saying, they can tell you to get out. Like, why is this lost on people? This is capitalism. This is this is this this is freedom. It's how it works. Yeah. Again, I, I think you know. the people that have a problem with it are the the same people who, you know, they they go on and on about the freedoms and liberties, but really, it it only applies <coughs> to them and people who think like them. Uh, anybody else. It doesn't have the same rights it, it, through their behaviors and whatnot. Um, yeah. And and again, you know, we had things like Citizens United, like corporations have the same rights as human beings. And, well, you know, freedom of speech implies a couple of things. One, you can communicate ideas freely uh, without, you know, stepping outside of socially defined boundaries that are deemed unacceptable. But you can also shut the fuck up. Um and well, and this comes this comes know. a week after this comes a week after you have to be labeled a parody account because somehow that isn't defining free speech on Twitter. Like, like, what's wrong with wh why do I have to define myself? Like, why can't I just be parody and comedy? I thought that was free speech. I mean, I'm well, glad I mean, not, we're having not saying this you debate. can't engage in parody or comedy. They're simply saying, hey, identify because, well, we have. Too many people that uh, don't pick up on the nuance of it, and it can become misleading for, I won't say less than intelligent people, but, you know, just people that emotionally react to a thing. And, you know, they see, they see tweets about you know, kids getting litter boxes in classrooms because they identify as cats and believe it is real. Uh, you know, those, those type of folks, it's, it's to create a safe space for them um, where, you know... <laughs> critical thinking doesn't have to apply and they can just right. go, Oh gosh, I don't have to be triggered by kids identifying as kittens and having litter boxes in schools because it's fucking satire folks. Uh, you know, not that I'm Until yelling at not. our audience, but just as yeah. these are the type of things that really, they just, they piss me off quite frankly, where people get all up in arms yeah. about, like what is obviously satire, what is obviously parody, and because it's just in the face of their personal beliefs and ideas, it like bypasses all critical thinking and just becomes this reactionary 
like attack of a thing that's so absurd at face value, they never stop to even like analyze it. And it drives me nuts. It absolutely drives me nuts because we see so much of it. Um, Constantly. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's wild to me. Absolutely wild. Yeah. So do you want to, want to go to break now that we've done that and then actually get into the bots and AIs of the other side of a thing before, you know, whatever. Want to play the uh, Tim Cook piece? Yeah, Just well, to, uh, as a reminder, yeah, 2018, well, folks. 2018, yeah. I'm not Tim, sure. Tim had some Elon's a tech guy. You, you know, people on Twitter, they follow tech. If you miss this, it's a PSA reminder of what the CEO of the largest company ever of companies in the world said. So, you know, it was just a friendly reminder of, you know, where they stand with the thing. Yeah, so, they had a, had, had a we'll particular stance on a thing. So we'll play that and uh, we'll be right back. Sit tight. We only have one message for those who seek to push hate, division, and violence. You have no place on our platforms. You know, I don't hate on Elon. I think I think the guy uh, wears wears a lot of hats and and has a hand in a lot of things. But sometimes, you know, we we engage in like this hero worship of uh, like billionaires because they're billionaires, and it's like yeah, they're humans too. And sometimes they fuck up. Sometimes they make mistakes. Uh, and I think in this particular instance, you know, my my point of view, uh, which you know, take that for what it's worth, uh, he may be treading around the edges of a thing a little bit but i also feel like it'll it'll kind of rain itself under control at some point in time like you can't you know you push the boundaries a bit sensationalize the thing which elon's really good at doing like if nothing else twitter has tons and tons of media attention right now which may just drum up new users uh which maybe his intent is simply let, let me stir the pot create a bunch of controversy, get a bunch of new users to the platform, and then we'll rein everything back in, and there you go. Uh, like, we've seen them do this before. I do kind of I do kind of agree with you a little bit. You know, and I, I commend them, actually, for having the conversations. I just don't always appreciate some of the, you know, pandering or actually more like clickbaity stuff. But it is what it is, and he's got to sort of set a tone and you know people have actually said well it's great that he's running these polls and asking his audience what they want and you know but i think it's kind of hard within the twitter spheres to actually you know get in depth with you know you're going to pick a fight with apple and google and say you're going to build your own ios and phone i guess that's cool too and people be like great but um folks need to understand where we are here you can't you can't just go into somebody's you know 
place of service or work or whatever and do whatever you want. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's not, not quite how it works. And I think, you know, that point gets lost a lot of times, you know. Apple's yeah, going to do Apple and Google's going to do Google. And they, they, they've got governments and, around and the Elon's world. Elon's going to do Elon, and that's fine. Like Twitter, yeah, yeah. Twitter can do whatever the hell they want. I don't care. But right. Apple is under no obligation to spend advertising revenue there. They're under no obligation to make the app available through their platform. Like none whatsoever. And that's their right and their freedom of expression to say, yeah, we, we don't want that if they so choose to do it. Like, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna disseminate this particular app. And yes, I'm, one it, could it, argue it, that that power is incredibly fraught with the potential for abuse. I guess is how I would say it. Because again, we do only have essentially two major telephone operating systems: Android and iOS. And so, when you only have two outlets, and they can control you know, what comes through, again, potentially dangerous. Like you have a bottleneck there that is ripe for the potential for abuse. But in this instance, I don't think it's breaching that line. You know, if, 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 if the argument being that, hey, if all this hate speech continues on and on and on on Twitter, like that's in violation of our <coughs> service, we're just not going to allow it. Like, I'm sorry, folks, nobody's restricting your speech. And that's what you got to wrap your head around. Um, you can you can stand in your front lawn and say whatever the hell you want at the top of your lungs. And when they come because right. you're in violation of a noise ordinance, guess what? Um, you we're screaming too late at night uh, because, again, we have like people, just, they can't take the abstract and then apply it to practical use. And we already have laws in place against hate speech you know, and so on and so forth. And so it just, it comes down to these, again, kind of playground arguments we hear all the time. Um, yeah. And and again, it's not lost on me. I mean, we, we, we seem to look, you know, this kind of stuff myopically a little bit sitting here in the United States of America. Other countries have other rules. Um, you know, in, yeah, and uh, are they right? Are they wrong? Who knows? But th- these 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 large global companies, you know, Twitter, one of them, um, Facebook, you know, all the other socials, and then they have to reside in the platforms that, that push this stuff out. You know, the amount of regulation around the world and what's going on, it's, uh, you got to kind of, yeah, you know, the guardrails are the guardrails. From yeah. in, in more than one <laughs> jurisdiction, we'll put it that way, right? Yeah, um, it's a little complicated. So yeah, unless you want to, unless you want to wall off and you have like the great Twitter of Texas and then the rest of the world or <laughs> however you <laughs> break that down and do it. Um, yeah, find a, follow the China model there, right? <laughs> Keep everybody within your within your realm, because that does it, that's not problematic. <laughs> no, this because that's starts free. to sound very much like a social <laughs> caste system in its infancy. Which uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not even going to make comments about right. fascists and whatnot here, but <laughs> neither here yeah, nor there. Right? Not yet. We try and remain apolitical, but yeah, obviously, from time to time, we we just we we tread into it. You, you step in, and you're like, oh, I stepped in some shit today. Whoops. My bad. Yeah. Whoops. All right. Bots. How do we feel about them? I mean, I like that. I, depends I, on what I have on. some bots. <laughs> well, that's it. I've got, you know, I've got, and we got to go to this because, you know, you constantly hear about like at least, you know, Twitter's trying to do a thing. I mean, maybe Mark needs to wake up and do a thing over there, but 
you know, you got trolls, but those are actual real people, you know, whatever, most of the time. Um, then you have bots. You hear about bots constantly. And it's good versus evil is what I keep running into because, you know, they automate tasks faster than humans. And yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't but again, use, like, I, I wouldn't use good necessarily, you know. They, Somewhat they helpful used, when you're when yeah. you're chatting to one online, or you get one when you go to pay a bill. How can I help you? Yeah, well, the chat yeah, bot, right? Like we we kind of like bot gets bandied about, and so it has a lot of different definitions. And I think we're kind of blurring the lines specifically about what we're talking about, um, right? By using the word bot, but yeah, no, they again, <laughs> as as we're prone to say here at the fourteen questions. These things have potential uses for good and for evil. You know, it's evil. Google that. What could possibly that go engine, wrong? <laughs> yeah, the search engine Google that we use and, you know, all know and love. Well, we love-hate relationship. Um, other than those on DuckDuckGo, the paranoics and the conspiracy theorists and whatnot. Um, <laughs> we, we all interact with Google on, on a semi-regular basis. And, you know, they have, they have bots, essentially, that crawl the Internet and index all of these web pages. Um, and that's why we you have search say. engines. Yeah, that's why the search engine works and, and returns what we're looking for. That's a good use. For, that's a good for, use. It's three, just part, folks, right? um, just because we like our references over here, 3.5 billion searches per day, roughly, is what Google handles. And, is that you know, That's only like half the people on the planet typing in one search. Yeah, no, it's, Fuck. it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm responsible 90... for like two-thirds of that search activity. It's only 3.5 billion searches a day. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. So, but its share is 92% of the global search engine market. So, you know, the bot's already... The, the other thing is you're failing to understand, Brandon. The bot already memorized your search from five months ago and five years ago and two weeks ago. So it's not like you're researching it. It's like the bot's got it. See, you already looked at this. Welcome back. Right, yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's not helpful. a bot. That's that's caching and logging. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. But, I'm trying but, to give bots credit. Neither here nor there. But then do. you know, we talk about bots on Twitter and like what's a what's a bot? And these are essentially automated accounts. Hey, let's let's walk it back a little bit to the concept okay. of a the concept of a botnet. Like so many, so many online spam, mm -hmm. online spam is a great place to start uh, where spammers, you know, initially they'd send, they'd send an email and send a spam email, send a spam email and you're sending hundreds of spam emails and then the ISPs or whoever catches on, they, they block your IP address, right? And you're no longer mm -hmm. sending spam emails. So you have to find a new IP address, maybe through a different provider or through other nefarious means. And then you start your spamming again. And so... You know, back in the early mid two thousands, we had these botnets that cropped up, um, and they've been used for things other than spam. They, they can be used for like denial of service attacks. But essentially, you send some malware out into the wild, it hops on a computer, and then it sits and waits, and it calls home, and then it proliferates, and so now you have twenty four thousand machines. You know, Grandma Jan and Uncle Jim and whoever. They, they don't even know their machines are part of this bot network, but they're they're zombies to a thing. And that all goes back to one server, and you issue a command, and you say, all of you do this simultaneously. And so one guy now is controlling 20, 30, 40,000, 100,000 machines that are all sending the spam or 
performing a denial of service attack. And that's what a botnet is. One person at the top of the pyramid and then right. tens if not hundreds of thousands in control. And so uh, the same concept with bot accounts on Twitter. You know, you see so many that just auto post essentially spam uh, in response to all these high profile accounts and whatnot. And they're really fucking annoying because you'll see something. You'll be like, oh, I want to yeah. engage with this. And then like there'll be 500 responses and every third one is the same link to a video or link to some online marketing scam bullshit. Um, like the, this, these are the uses for bad. Right? <coughs> like, fuck you. Get rid of your bot accounts. Lock them down and uh, and go, you know. And Elon's been very vocal about that, and bots on Twitter, and like, you know that was one of the which good for him ways he was trying to right? weasel weasel out yeah. of the deal. Um, right. I mean, but no, good. If he can clean them up, that'd be amazing. But people are going to get; they're just going to get better. They'll find a new way, and it'll it'll be more sophisticated and more difficult to detect. Like it's always the cat and mouse game. Always. And, and, and to this end, I can, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention what I sent to you earlier, which was, well, well, this is kind of, you know, jumping into the next thing we're going to talk about because everything's going to converge around this idea of AI, right? So the better AI gets, the better mechanical learning gets, the better the rest of this stuff gets, um, everything's going to converge around AI, I think, at some point in time. So well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you now, if, there's, if, if there's you a now term have for it. this, it's called the singularity. Um, <laughs> you know, we... yeah, it's so cat and mouse, and all of a sudden, you know, the, the mice get really big, you know, and they're running rampant everywhere, being controlled by the mouse master, which is now the fucking AI machine. I mean, you know, it's kind of like runaway train. I think here we're 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 close. As these companies try to grapple with how to, you know, b basically control control some of this stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, of course. I, I mean, and, AI, and I think great. it's worth. <laughs> you know, they they do what they're told. Until, they never sleep until they're not. Um, <laughs> I mean, they right? are from a practical standpoint. You 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 train a machine to do something with with you know some level of perceived intelligence, right? And it does that task the way it was trained, right. the way it was told, uh, relentlessly. Endlessly. Um, again, talking about the potential for good and evil. It's it's rather wild. Um, you know. Yeah, I think I I, I I sent you that fake. It's like an AI that came across weirdly of all the places. Twitter. Um, I sent you that link to that. What was that? The per, I, I, is it a person? Pretending to be an AI, yeah, I, or is I, it an actual I mean, AI? I haven't run down the rabbit hole, so I'm not even going to say the account name here on the podcast. But yeah, it's let's a Twitter not do that. account. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah I, it's it, claiming it, to be an AI. It, it claims to be yeah. an AI um, on Twitter, which I, I'm I'm sure there are AIs uh, that people have written, but with an overt claim like that, I ju I just go, man, either there's going to be a whole really? lot of documentation about this project you know, through whatever university or whatever research team and we prop this up and this is it and go interact with it and blah, 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 blah. Or it's a really clever scammer that goes, I'm going to I'm gonna create an account. It's kind of a social engineering experiment. I'm going to say it's an AI. I'm going to get 30, 40, 50,000 followers. 
but it's not really going to do much significantly. So nobody's really going to pay attention to it. And then at some point, I'm going to flip that username into something else. And now you have this air of legitimacy with 30, 40,000 followers under whatever the new account name is. Um, and then use it to accomplish whatever means and ends that I initially created the, the, the con for essentially. And so I'm always skeptical of things like that until, oh. until I can verify it. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to, that's I'm why I was, that's why I was fascinated. Just, that's, that's, that's why I was fascinated. That's why I sent you the link. Yeah, no. So and it was, again, we, we, I, we I talked it, about I hope covering this, this we shit. run out of like some obscure right. university in Canada because it always is, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, this thing just gets on Twitter and engages with people because they're training it. They have some other motive that's probably not disclosed publicly because, you know, you want to have some controls in an experiment. Um, but, you know, that'd be really cool to be like, oh, I'm just engaging with this AI, right? Um they're probably like programming <laughs> until an AI it's not sex bot or something, you know. So you get your sex robot, and like it's gonna behave like the average person on Twitter. That'd be miserable. <laughs> so I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they, something, something. They're trying to accomplish something, and assuming this account's legitimate, and we'll follow back up on this. I'm, I'm gonna dig down the rabbit hole. I just, you know, I had yeah five minutes or we something didn't have before here, so I'm like, I don't know. But my initial knee jerk is like. If you don't have a whole lot of supporting documentation on the research and development of said AI, I'm going to call bullshit. Uh, and it's either somebody looking for attention, yeah. which is fun, uh, or somebody looking to build an account to flip into some sort of scam uh, or or con by building, you know, an immense amount of followers <coughs> and leveraging that one way or the other, um, and so on and so forth. So we'll see. We'll we'll do some investigating. And, Maybe follow up on that particular account and, and see if there are some others. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe that one's fake, but there are some legitimate ones out there where you can interact with a machine that may or may not pass the Turing test. I don't know. Yeah. So, folks, if you if if you've been following us for you know a number of years now, you'll realize that we we captured a troll once, and so so we're we're, we're doing the same thing with this. It says it's this. We're not quite sure. Looks kind of believable. But what is it really? So it's gonna it's gonna take some digging. You gotta do some you gotta do some background. You gotta do some checking. You know. Because to your point, it could be it could be some fancy school. As you yeah, I out. mean I hope I hope it is. But I'm always I'm always skeptical out of the gate. But this blows my mind. So you, you jump on this. You're like, well, certainly, you know, government's been paying attention to this, right? Just so we like to throw some facts and little bits and bobs out here in the 14 questions. But, you know, the development of Global Governance Board, right, to regulate AI, which regulates probably the wrong word, um, was suggested at least as early as 2017. I mean, that's pretty good considering it's been around for a hell of a long time. Um, and going to your point, Brandon, it was Canada and France. <laughs> of course, it um, was. <laughs> of course it was. Um, but they had a they had a G seven backed international plan. Um, sorry, panel um, modeled after the panel on climate change because you know I would put those two things up there with what might end humanity. Um, quite honestly, it could I mean, happen. No, I, I, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, climate AI, change AI, very serious, AI but AI is, is also not to make a joke, right? It's like in the sci-fi sense, but yeah. in the in the yeah 
like practical psychological warfare, you know, Correct. manipulation, yeah. social engineering side of things. Like, like assuming you get an AI that's, you know, deceptive enough or realistic enough. I don't want to say deceptive because right. the use might be deceptive, but the behavior is ideally just human. And then you just, you don't know. Like, you don't know what you're interacting with at that point in time. Is this even well, real? Does well, it matter? Well, that, and I'm, uh, I'm not making, and I'm not making light of climate change. I'm just saying. No, not at all. You, you know, like, it, it I could. Think, I think you're being obviously very serious these, in that climate change and or AIs could potentially bring down the downfall of humanity. Or, or both spin out of control, sure. right? And here we are saying yeah, like the conspiracy just spin theorists. out of control. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> I mean, well, wow, no, in, in 2019. Pretty big problems, potentially. Anyway. So in 2019, they renamed this panel, right, Global Partnership on AI, which I think is partnership is better than regulate because it's it's a partnership. Like, let's understand this, you know. We spent not a lot of time trying to understand a thing. We, we probably need to understand a thing, you know. It's probably how they should have started with climate change, like actually understand a fucking thing, governments. Um, well, that, that, but it's quite. Si that's simply not that's going a, to happen. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Too busy. Um, I never mind. I'm, I, I said I'm going to try and remain apolitical after the break. Well, so it, well, I will. But, but no. But if you look at the list of countries that are looking into this, it's like, you know, half of them are paranoid about the other ten or five or twenty six, whatever it is, right? And it's like, what's going on with AI? What could possibly go wrong? So I think they are paying attention to this. I I, I don't I mean, think. Yeah, but again, it's it, as a technology, it's it's like okay, if if all of the NATO nations agree to these regulations and ideas, well, we have we have some. I don't want to say bad states, but we have some. We'll, we'll use not, this term. Not in lockstep. We have alternative states who may have a different uh, different agenda. Um, and again, if you develop it Correct. significantly enough and it's interacting online, like the only way to be sure would be to just like block the internet, like cut them off from the rest of the world. Because how do you know it's an AI and not a real human being? Like, you know, right. like if it's good enough, then you wouldn't be able to tell the difference short of getting back to the machine that it's operating on and going, well, there's no human here. It's simply the machine doing the work. Um, and so, like, I'm, I'm way oversimplifying this because I could get into technical details on how you may go about doing that. But neither here nor there, that's a podcast for another time. But you have to go, ah, how, how do you go about regulating like this? I don't have the slightest idea. And it, I live in the United States, and frankly, it, like, we're the best at going, hey, hey, we're not going to do this, but we're going to develop it over here secretly, right? So, right. you know, like, where does it all end? I don't know. I don't know. Well, and I wasn't, I wasn't I guess, suggesting, you know, I mean, there are movies maybe indicative of where we're headed. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I wasn't suggesting that all the countries that are listed part of this that, you know, are in step with NATO countries are obviously not. Um, but, you know, you have partnerships listed in this material that I'm looking at with, you know, Interpol and, um, some other central agencies around the world because this stuff could get, it, it, you know, it, it, it's bad. <laughs> like, this oh, puts scamming on a whole it, other, it, it's just 
berserk, like what it could what it could disrupt and do. Yeah, no, um, you, I mean, for if, a short if period or long period, AI with traditional, um, bad behavior on the internet, as it were. Yeah, the the, um, the prince that's going to give you some money if you just give him your account I'm number or that. whatever. I mean, I'm not even talking about yeah. scam. I'm talking about you know, <laughs> little little, you, you know, what active persistent threats and whatnot um, do online. Right, and then you combine that with AIs and. Like, I mean, can you imagine like a, a really sophisticated AI that's trained to like do like network penetration and, and whatnot that just never, literally terrible. never sleeps? Like, you know, they add or just disrupts like traffic or supply chains or what, what, what have you just plays. Yeah, no, I mean, you, fucking can have it. you can do that with a script, right? Right. But, you know, things, things it's probably being done. Oh, it is, it is being there's, done, yeah. You're, there's some smart people listening to us going, oh, these fuckers don't even understand. Yeah, that's like five no, years but, ago we dealt with that thing, right? No, I'm, I'm just thinking of, of like compromising networks and, and computers and machines in, in, you know, sophisticated, defensible networks and, and to go, you know, like you can't necessarily write a script to, to do the entire process. Uh, parts of it, sure, but an AI, if it can mm-hmm. intelligently pivot its methodologies against new unforeseen circumstances now you you literally have like an an opponent trying to break in to these secure networks that never sleeps and so how do you defend against that i, I mean i guess you have to like who can build the better ai and who rules the internet no, literally, by the world right? right like it's fucking wild to think about absolutely wild. well the problem is that to, to your point i'm gonna add one more thing it never sleeps but it learns Correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, right, and that that can't be lost on people. Like this is not a a script that just you know does the same thing like a denial of service or something. This is something like, let me try these five things. Let me try these fifty five things. Let me try these you know fifty five hundred things, and it's learning the entire time. It's learning how to play chess, right? Yeah, right. it's it's different. And it gets because really good can, at it. You can write a script yeah. that has multiple outcomes. You know, if this, then that. So yeah. try this. If that doesn't work, then this, then that. Oh, this worked. Now do this. And like you have these branching trees of potential next steps. But an AI theoretically would intelligently choose between or potentially synthesize its own new way of doing a thing. And that's, you know, that's really at the point where I go, okay, that's we like we have achieve like true artificial intelligence when it just when it can create on its own um without human input or direction and, and you what are you going to get i don't know I, I'm, <laughs> I don't I'm, know. I'm just going to go back it, it, and you're, you're you're just going to get irritated by me but i'm going to go back to star trek i mean they didn't get the phone right okay but they got everything else right but they had a self-aware you know fully autonomous ai thing that walked around that was part of the crew right but a couple of times he, he, he they disabled him or he disabled himself because, you know, he was, oh, I've got to do this, you know, because I could destroy all of you. Like, it all comes back to Star Trek. I know you hate when I say that. Hey, I mean, that's fine. I'm just, I'm curious why it would disable itself instead of just change its behavior. I'm choosing to shut myself down because I have no self-control. Um it, it, it was it, all I'm trying to remind people of. There's a certain generation out there and people that followed things that were like, oh shit. 
And then now that this is actually sort of real, well, it is real, um, I, I'm, I'm hoping this wasn't missed on, you know, a couple of generational millions of people. But nah, I mean, whatever. What could possibly go wrong? Hey, well, well, Dan has solved the mystery then. If, if you don't want to die in the AI apocalypse, just never wear a red shirt and you'll be fine. That's a, that's a Star I mean, Trek reference, too. I like it. I so, think so. Yeah, okay. they were, the red shirts. The red shirts were always the ones. They, they went out on the alien landscape, and they're the ones that always died. Just don't wear a red shirt, hmm. and you're good to go. So you go with the yellow, <laughs> right? So you're a Shatner fan, not a. Uh, I mean, Stuart, yeah, I'm just saying. Not, I'm not just a Stuart <laughs> fan. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I mean, you know, or there blue. You go. I guess it's I a good know. looking dude. I don't know. With such little, such little, uplifting non macabre <laughs> such a well, it's like, you know, same thing. I you know, use an Android or a device other than an Apple phone because the the criminal or apparently the bad person in any film that's been made for like the last ten years never uses an iPhone. Do you know that factoid? Well, I wouldn't either if I was engaging in criminal activity. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I, you know, Apple tends to tends to be a little locked down in their ecosystem. So, getting getting down Maybe to the kernel level and running custom code and things to obfuscate what you're doing in the realm of illegal activity isn't nearly as accessible on an iPhone as it is on an Android phone. So, I got to mm. go with the one that's a little more open, unlocked, and customizable. Um, makes perfect sense to me. There's that. Yeah. Yeah, not that the sneaky iPhones don't exist too. Never be too safe. I mean, I'm not saying so now that we doesn't now, exist. I'm just saying it's easier on one platform than another. Right, you're talking. I'm talking like what people would assume is that's a this, that's a that. You know, iPhones identifiable and Androids identifiable. You don't necessarily know what iOS is running inside the box because at the end of the day, it's easy to spoof the box ish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is what it is. Maybe that's what you. If you want to be the biggest, baddest super criminal on the planet, just uh, develop a three D printed housing for an Android phone that looks like an iPhone, and people will leave you alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just can't use it on the movie set. There you go. Anyhow, do, do you think this is uplifting enough for folks going into the holidays? <laughs> like, if you're not going to like the weather's right the going cost. bad post Thanksgiving, right? Right, volcanoes are erupting in the... Hawaii for the first yeah. time in thirty years, and yeah. know, the AIs are about to take over. Hell, I'm not. Well, convinced. they have. I'm not convinced Elon Musk isn't a robot. So, <laughs> yeah, or that it's. I want him to like you know verify yourself, Elon. Like, how are you going to do that? Let's start with you. If you want a blue check mark, I mean, he can't. I guess he can just give himself one. Forty-four billion dollars buys you a blue check mark. Yeah, everything in the kitchen yeah. sink. So, yeah, he walked in with it. Yeah, day one, he did. He did. It's a thing. Anyhow, do we go long enough? We will cover. We will get back into the AI stuff because I I do think, but it, we got to compartmentalize that a little bit because it's it's how it's applied and used, whether or not it's medical. Yeah, no, and there's some like military, incredibly amazing shopping. things going on in that yeah. in that world too that will talk a little more seriously about it at some point yeah. in time. Yeah. And, and extraordinarily, um, extraordinary, but also absolutely frightening when you try to wrap your mind around it. 
I mean, potentially, yeah. So, yeah. So, want to leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Before we get into more Star Trek talk. Um, no. Yeah, I know. We'll avoid that. <laughs> hey, I mean, don't be I, dissing on this. I know Star you Trek. love to cling on to that stuff, but. Uh, yeah, but. That's a whole different enterprise, <laughs> man. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, perfectly left. All right. Till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.